We'll do a review of Lekute Sichas Chelik Yudalad, the second Sicha for Parshas Kiseitze. This is a Rashi Sicha on a Posik in the end of the Parsha where it says Timcha Zecher Zecher Amolik. And the Rebbe explains in this Sicha various details in the Rashi. And also the whole idea that the Zeichar HaMolek is accomplished specifically through humans and animals, but not through objects that uh, belongs to Amolek. And that explains also how Mordechai was able to possess the house of Homon, who was a descendant of Amolek. And many other interesting uh, ideas. How can we fulfill erasing Amalek when we are remembering Amalek? Also in Yenu Shel as we'll see at the end of the Sikha. Uh, Let's learn inside. Aleph. Ois Aleph. B'siyum parshaseinu matik Rashi. At the end of our portion, Rashi quotes from the verse... Timcha es zeicher amolik that you shall erase the remembrance of amolik. Umefarish and Rashi explains meish vead isha from a man to a woman, from an infant maelo vead yenik from an infant till a nursing baby, mishoir veadze from an ox until a sheep. All these are included, Rashi says, you have to erase the remembrance of Amalek, is all these, men, women, infants, nursing babies, ox, and the sheep. Rashi further explains, So that Amalek's name shall not be remembered or mentioned even over a behemoth. to say, that this animal belonged to Amalek. This comes from Amalek. That's the Rashi. So, Ba'ashkofer is showing up at the first approach. Rashi is coming here to teach us, to let us know that when the Posik says you shall erase the remembrance of Amalek, it means not only the killing of the humans that belong to Amalek, but also that we also need to erase the animals. How do we know that that what it means when it says Zecher Amolik, that it's not talking about humans only, but includes also animals. Because this is forced, we have to say so, in the simple literal level of the Pasuk. Because if we don't do this, if not for this, so we do mention the name of Amalek over the Behemoth. If the Torah tells us to erase any remembrance of Amalek, if we're not going to erase the animals, so we would still remember Amalek through the animals. And another reason, another reason why we have to say that it includes the animals, 
because human beings are not just the remembrance of a Amalek, they're Amalek themselves, that is Timchas Amalek. What is this Zeicher Amalek? So it must mean the animals as well. But the Rebbe wants to know why this, so this turns out to be the obvious. So why does Rashi have to explain anything when it says to erase the remembrance of a Amalek? So we need to understand. What is difficult in the words you should erase the remembrance of Amalek? That Rashi needed, required to explain it. If we're going to say, yeah, there is no problem what the word Zecher Amalek means. But Sharashi Mefarish Loy Pirishatevish Bukosvi is not explaining the meaning of the words of the Pasik Elo Kushna Dimilsa. But the truth of the matter, Rashi is just telling us how is it that we accomplish erasing the remembrance of Amalek? And not to explain, not that there's a difficulty in the words, but Rashi is telling you how do you do that? But then Rashi should have explained this earlier in the section of B'Shalach. Over there it says the Shnemar Bov, there it says, I will erase the remembrance of Amalek. And Rashi should have said over there it means also the animals, the way, it's, the way it will be done. Since Rashi has not explained anything the first time, Muchach, so that is evidence from that. The Hain Pirishatevis, whether we're talking about what are the meanings of the words of Zeichar Amalek and Behain, also how is the racing of Amalek accomplished? That's understood, and it's simple also for a five year old who's learning the Chumash. Rashi didn't explain to him anything in Parsi Bishalach because the five year old has no problem. So what, why does Rashi have to explain it over here? The Rebbe is going to ask now a few questions in the words of Rashi. That since the whole way we're learning now, the whole Chiddush Rashi is trying to teach us that it includes the animals, so why does he bring down from the Posik? Also, me'ish va'adisho. So we're not. That's the obvious. So only should only bring down the second part. Aleph. Number one. Further, we can look into and learn from the words of Rashi. Since on Rashi kanhu. Since Rashi's novelty here is Shemichiyah Now, what is the meaning to erase the remembrance of Amalek? That it applies even to an animal. So, so why when Rashi quotes from the verse of Shmuel, uh, and he also writes, So he brings down also the words, all talking about humans, but that's not what the Chiddush is. Rashi should have just said, if he's trying to tell us about the animals, not the parts about the human. And also, in that Pesach itself, 
the Rebbe asks in, in number two, in base, in that Pesach itself, there is further after, B'Shur it says, so why does Rashi leave that out? Base. Why does Rashi not bring Gamsiyam Akosov? Also, the end of the verse. Since they too are also the remembrance of Amalek. So Rashi should have said that that's included. So what are you going to argue and say, well, Shedusah means already all animals, but no. But we see that that Pasik specifically enumerates Shed Chamer and 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 Chamer and Gomel Chamer, so the Eino Bechlal Meshur Vatzeh they're not included in the Shur Vatzeh Kidemuchach Mikro De Shmuel as it's evident from the Pasuk of Shmuel the Mefarte Bifnei Atzmem that he details it by himself, so that's not included just in Meshur Vatzeh. So why does Rashi not bring down the Chamer? Another question the Rebbe says, three unusual for Rashi, when he brings a Posik, he usually says, as it says in the Posik. Over here, he just brings the quotes of Posik without saying Dixiv. Gimel. Why? That's a Posik now. It's a Posik in Shmuel. Because of Rashi, yeah, Rashi doesn't write Kidarka become a as his. Custom is in many places, as it's written, he just goes in and quotes the Pasuk. Then Rashi, at the end of the Rashi, in the, the Rebbe asks in Dalit, the Rashi repeats himself almost over here. Uh, because Dalit, after Rashi explains that Amalek's name shall not be mentioned even through the Behemoth. Moisif, then Rashi adds, Loi mar behema zu, a person is going to say, this behem shamolekoiser, v'lecheira became feloshin. That seems to be a duplicate language repeating himself. And number five, Rashi quotes from the Posik also the word timcha v'lecheira, Rashi is only explaining what is included in zeicher, so we only bring the word zeicher amolek. Hey, beroish pirushe maitik Rashi, in the beginning of his commentary, Rashi also quotes the words from the Pasik, Timcha S. But Rashi only is coming to tell us what the meaning of Zechara Molik is. So why does he quote from the Pasik also Timcha S? In Oiz Beis, the Rebbe explains by saying that what Rashi is actually bothered over here is how can one accomplish to erase the remembrance of a mulik? Uh, you can command to a person uh, don't think deliberately, but erasing the remembrance that's something that pops in your, your head. In the portion of B'Shalach where Hashem says, I will erase, well Hashem could erase it so it's not going to enter your head. What is it meant by Timcha Zecher? That you shall re- erase it. How do you erase that? And Rashi says that what we're talking about is if you get rid of all things that remind of Amalek, then automatically it will be erased. Let's look inside this. The explanation of this is Ba'atzivu di Timcha Zecher Amalek 
in the command that the Pasik says over here in Kiseitse, you shall erase the remembrance of Amalek, Koshe Bipshute Shal Mikra, there is difficulty in the simple, on the literal level of the Pasik. Zeichen Amalek, the remembrance of Amalek, Pirush, who has the Kodun Shal Amalek. That means the memory, remembering Amalek. Bahat Sivui, and what is the command? Is Timcha Zeichen Amalek, is to erase the remembering of Amalek. Hu limchos zikorin shalamolek mimokim hazikorin. To erase the memory of Amalek from the place where you remember it. Hainu mimachshavte v'libe shal odom. That is from the thought and the heart of the person. That is where you remember things. In your zikorin, in your memory, in your heart. And the Torah tells you to erase it. Ve'ene move on, but it's not understood. How does it apply? A command to erase Amalek's memory from his thought. If the Torah doesn't want you to think about it, the Torah should have said that the remembrance of Amalek shall not be on your heart. That means don't deliberately Speak or think of a molik, or remove it from your heart, or similar. Hainu, that is that you shouldn't willingly be thinking about a molik. But a person is not in charge, he does not rule. His thought shall that it should not fall in his thought, Amalek's memory. You can't request that, erase that from your mind when if it falls in by itself. This is similar to what we find, similar that we find that Gimel Avedis ain't Odom Nitzel It says there are three sins which no person is saved from them every day. And one of them is Hidur Aveda, thought of an Aveda. That means that not deliberately wanting to think uh, Aveda, but it just pops in your mind. And you cannot be protected from that. So the example is, there is something which you can't control, you can't say that you should erase that. So, but not only... Are we saying that you cannot really in charge, that you're not in charge for not having Amalek's memory pop into your mind, but we're actually commanded to erase Amalek? That command, when you remember that there is a command to erase him, so now you all of a sudden remember Amalek. So how do we do this Timcha Zeichar HaMolek? Bishloima Beparshas Bishalach It is understood in this section of Bishalach. Over there it doesn't say you should do it. Over there Nemar Kimochoi Emcha Shem says I erase, I will erase Zeichar HaMolek. That Hashem says that He will erase the memory of HaMolek. Shaha Kodesh Baruch Hashem will be the one who will erase Amalek's memory. 
Hakodesh Baruch Hu Shu Kol Yachol. Since Hakodesh Baruch Hu, who can do everything, anything, he is able to do all. Maftiach, he promises sheyimcha biyashkiach hazeichan amolik b'machshavtum that he will erase and he will make forget the remembrance of amolik from their thoughts. Libon shall neodin and the hearts of the human being. Not a question how the Hebrews can do it. Abu beparsha seinu, but now or parsha shatzivu el bnei Yisrael. In where the command is for the yidden, because we're saying timcha zeicharamol, you shall erase kosher the difficulties as said before. Kinal, as we said before, eich yochel adam. How is a person able to limchois zikorin shabemachshavte a memory which is in his thought? And that is in the thought of all people that are beneath the sky. How are we going to erase their memory from everybody? That's the question that Rashi is coming to answer. Rashi is coming to explain this issue, to interpret and explain this. The command here is not to erase Amalek's memory from the thought of people, but rather but rather to erase all the items that remind you of Amalek's name, which is from an ox to a sheep, Shame Amolik Nisker Afilu Alabehema that the name of Amolik shall not be mentioned even on a behema. Loimar Behema Zumishala Molikhoisa to tell you that this was from Amolik. And Shal So through this, that we're never gonna mention Amolik, even on the Behema, over Darachmela, Yishkach Soif Soif. So at the end, at the day, this will at the end make us forget that will erase and will forget the, even the memory of Amalek also from the heart and the thought of people because there's going to be nothing of Amalek left. So there's different going to be fulfilled. The timcha that it will eventually leave his heart by erasing anything connected to Amalek. So now, in Nois Gimel, the Rebbe will explain that since what we're trying to say here, Rashi is trying to tell us, is that the idea of Zeicher Amalek means anything associated with Amalek, that's how we're going to fulfill erasing it from our hearts, we're not just telling you adding that animals are included, but we're actually telling you that anything that reminds us of Amalek needs to be erased. So therefore, Rashi is coming to tell you that even women, which one might think, so the Rashi, when he brings the Pusik, and then is coming to tell you that women and Yoinik are also included because it's all a Zeicher Amolik because we find by the Melchemes Midyon that women were not included. So we need to tell you
that anything that anything that would remind us, and therefore that would include also Let's look inside. Based on the above, the Rashi Nochas Lefarish Tevas Vinyan Zeicher Amolig Rashi is coming here to explain the word and the idea of Zeicher of what Amolig is. The Hainu Toichenat Sivu Al Mechias Azikorin. That is the meaning of the the content of the command to erase this memory. We're not just coming to teach you an additional detail. That it includes also the animals. That it would appear seemingly from the general Rashi's language that we're coming to bring in also the animal. And then we had a problem. So why does Rashi bring the psukim? But here we're really coming to tell us the general. What is the Zeicher mean? How do we do it? Move on, of Gam. So now we can understand what he also writes. Tchilas Akosu, the beginning of that word verse, Meish Ve'ad Goimer, from a man to a woman, and then the Shoir and the Seth. The Rebbe explained like this. B'melchemes Midyon Shabon Mitztavu Nekoim Nikmas B'nei Yisrael Me'esam Midyonim. The Yid were commanded by the war of Midian, take revenge of the Bnei Yisrael from the Midianites. Nemar bo, so over there the Pasik says, kol hatav banoshim So first of all, the female children, the infants, they were allowed to let them live. So that's number one. And even gam benegeli isha, even as far as the women, adult women, Shebazen Nemar, over there it says, V'chol isho goimer harigu, that any woman that is able to be with a man, then you should kill. Harimifurashatam. So over there it tells you specifically the reason why those women are included. Ki, as the Pasik says, Hein heina hoyu libnei Yisrael, limser mal goimer. They were the ones that for the bnei Yisrael, to make them violate, and Vatiyama gave about us Hashem. They caused that plague in the community of Hashem. Shebisim Bosom, Hoisama gave her. They caused, because of them, the plague was caused. So there too, it appears, the Mashvam is there, the Lulei Zois, had it not been for the reason that they caused the plague, because they caused the Bnei Israel to sin. So even the women will be part of Hachayulachem, but they would also let the women live, if not for the fact that Why would that be? Why would women be exempt? So we see, so although there was a command to take revenge and to kill the Midianite, and yet that did not include, would not have included the women, if not for their part in causing them to sin. So, and similar to this, there would be room to say, one can think that, 
also in the war that we are supposed to erase Amalek. Shigam hi al derech nikoim nikmas bnei Yisrael. That too, this war of Amalek was also similar to the revenge of the revenge of the bnei Yisrael with Amalek. Ukomoshe magdim beparshaseinu as the portion in our the Torah. And before telling you to erase, introduces and it says, Zochid Asir also Lukhamolik, remember what he did to you, Goimer. Ashikorcho Goimer, that he met up with you in the way by Zanebucho, Goimer, and this was the fighting that he fought with you. Belochain, the Posik says, Tim Khazakharamolik, you should remain erase the memory of Ramolik, just like by the Midjani. And I would have thought to say, that you need a race which is laharik to kill as hanoshim the men, but the women and the children, they should live, let them live. That's why Rashi explains. Rashi brings the beginning of the verse. Here the command is to erase the memory of Amalek. And this would include We're trying to say whether a man or a woman. And whether an infant or a nursing baby, which means even the very little babies, the tough uh, included. But now Rashi doesn't have to bring because we're just giving you the general idea: women and animals alone. See you, At the end of the pasuk, Rashi has no need to bring it. because that's already self-understood. The kibon that since the command, why do we have to kill the ox and the sheep? Mefarish Rashi Atam Rashi gives the reason. Rashi doesn't write because it's written so b'shmuel chulu. That's why you have to do it. Hello. The reason is because since it says any of the memory and each one of them brings a memory, and therefore we have to say that Amolik's name should not be mentioned even on a behemo. Then it's obvious that all animals are included in there. There's no need to bring the rest of the Posek once we know that the Zecher includes also the animals. In Ois Dala, the Rebbe is going to address, but what about any of the other belongings of the Amalek? Why aren't we supposed to all assets that belong to Amalek. And the Rabbi explains that assets lose their connection to Amalek as opposed to an animal. That's why Rashi adds the words, because there is an association of animals to their previous owner versus the change that takes place when you take their possession. Let's look inside. But it's still not understood. According to Rashi's explanation, that the reason is that you should not mention Amalek's name. 
even on the animal and all of me and, and, and all the other items that Rashi mentions, Koshe, we have a difficulty. But Amolik's name is mentioned not just on animals, but also on other asses, Kigoy. So for example, bottom houses with sodis and fields of kromim and orchard. Vafilu metalpen even a movable object. Loma kos of Rashi. Why does Rashi say rak only the nistavu limchay says abehema that they were commanded to only erase the behema of loyhoi hatsivu lahashmit kol nixayim. Why was there not the command? Why does that command not include to destroy all of their assets? Loyhoi shemamolik niskargamal adoyma. So that the name of Amolek shall not be remembered even on the inanimate. That's why Rashi adds, says, To say that this behemoth was Amolek's. With this, Rashi answers this above question that Mechias Amolek Tzricho. We have to erase a molek in such matters that wake up or remind us the rememory. Because people will say, People will say about those items. We have to erase that so people don't say that. But this applies only to living matters but not to other assets. Why is that so? So the Rebbe explains. So what's the explanation of this? When we talk about an animal, and the behemoth, and includes all living uh, creatures. You cannot make a complete change so that you will not be able to tell at all its previous existence. Or make a change that does not go back to its original state. Especially, especially, it is prohibited to cause pain to the animal. So there's a certain element that you're not going to be able to change without causing pain to the animal, so it remains. You can't make a change in the animal that causes her pain. So from this it's understood. Even when the behemoth leaves into the possession of new ownership, since it does not apply a complete change, so there's a mark still left on her from the original owners, the first owners. So therefore the nature, human nature is through her, the person will remember the name of the previous owners. And therefore, even when it passes on to the domain of a Jew, since she does not change into a complete change, for its previous 
uh, shape way it was before Yemru Allah, people will still say this was from Amalek and Amalek's name will not be erased as opposed to when we talk about other assets not living assets you don't have to erase them you don't have to destroy them it's sufficient with tzorich, and you need a pipshutish mikra. In the simple, literal level, you have to make a change. That these assets should not remind us of the name of Amalek. So you have to make a change in them, but not to erase them, not to destroy them. Uh, and perhaps we can say the Dvorim Elu. That these items, we don't even, the Rebbe wants to add now, we don't even have to make a change to change them, but we can say, since it's not absolutely that they should remain, the assets, the doimim, that they should always remain in their previous existence. So then, just by changing the domain, the ownership, they entered into another domain, the fact that they have the possibility to change. So then it's not the nature of people to say about them, that this was of Amalek that this was of, of the other person. These other assets, other of animals, whether it's an inanimate chulu, even if they're very important, precious stones, margolias, pearls, since they have the ability of change, so their existence does not last to the extent that the original owner's name should be called to them forever. And therefore, over there you don't even have to do anything. Just the change is sufficient. And this is what Rashi adds. Why we need to erase it is because over there they say that this Bahima was of Amalek. Move on. That's through this we understand. Why weren't they commanded to erase all of Amalek's assets? Besides the animals, the living creatures. Because, because specifically on the living things applies the remembering Amalek. The only way by erasing these animals, by put, doing away with them, Amalek's name will be erased. So, what is the, how do we talk and know that it's not something, that's what Rashi says, that Loimer is that way, but maybe we need to erase everything. So, what is the Thing that forces us, even to say, Kanas Alasar, what forces us to say, that we don't 
destroy all of Amalek's asset? Then the Pesach should have used instead of Timcha, Loshon Chedem, Loshon of Chedem. Al derech mashin nemar leil biranidachas vacharamtoi. So over the Torah uses with regards to the language by the city that everything is destroyed. You burn everything, all the assets. Uses loshen chayim. The fact that it says timcha means that there is only the living things, but not the inanimate. And now the Rebbe also explains. This explains how was. Mordechai allowed to live and take the house of Haman, who was a descendant of Amalek. Hey, Api Hanal, Pshitas Rashi, Pshut Shemik based on the above in Rashi's view in the simple meaning of the Posik, Yeturitz, Masha Kosubi, Megillus Esther. This will give us an answer that which is written in the Megillus Esther. Over there it says, Hine base Haman, Nasatila Esther, the house of Haman I gave to Esther. The Chayre, Mekivan Shahaman. Since Haman was from the seed of Amalek, Haman Ha'agogi, that's his name, he comes from the Agagite. Amalek Ha'agogi. So weren't they obligated to erase his remembrance? So how did Esther accept his house? But according to the view that we mentioned before, it's understood that we say that you only have to destroy living things and not and not not inanimate, not the assets. Then we know this there was no prohibition. This that the name of Homan was called on the house. He may base Homan Nasati Lester. Say the house of Homan I gave to Esther. Hoyarak base on his That was only at the time that he gave it. It was Homan's house. But once it entered into the possession of Esther, it was no longer called Haman's house. They didn't say this was Haman's house. It lost its connection to Haman once it was transferred to Esther. And we can learn this. We can learn this. As a foreigner, for sure. The actual command, remember what Amolik did to you, don't forget, that also reminds you of Amolik. Ubi calls them. And still, there's no contradiction by based on the simple meaning of before. Because when you remember and you erase it, so that's the way that it's going to be forgotten totally. So there is a process. The forgetting is not going to happen all of a sudden. You have to first get rid of all the things that remind you of Haman, and then it will actually be accomplished later on. So the similar thing is when the house of Homan was given to Esther. Allah has come and come up in the sinners by his Homan. By giving it Homan, that's the erasing Homan so that Homan's house should no longer stand. Now it's transferred. Now it's in Esther. Oh, now it's no more Homans. And now he's involved. The Rebbe is going to ask, but we still have a difficulty 
surprising. How could we really erase Amalek and not think about Amalek when there's parshas in the Torah to talk about Amalek? But after all the above, it's still surprising. How could we actually erase the remembrance? Forget Amalek, Amalek. That what happened to Amalek who came a parshas b'Torah. There are several portions in the Torah. And the contrary, Nitztabinu, we were commanded, Raki Shomelucho Goimer, be very careful, Pen Tishkach, lest you forget Goimer, Pen Yasurim, Ilvavcho, and what it'll, it'll be removed from your hearts. Bechain Kenal, and also as mentioned, also like, so do you have to remember always about Amalek? And also as mentioned earlier, Atzivu de Parshaseinu, Kilashayna Kosov, how does our passage tell us? Zochay. Remember, so we have to remember what Amalek did to us. So how are we going to forget him if we have a mitzvah to remember him? So we have to say, and this is also also in the literal level of the Posik, that while it is forbidden to remember Amalek, to remember them, but his remembrance is actually obligatory in order of the purpose of erasing it. So for the purpose of erasing, you can remember it. Not just that. the custom to write Haman's name, Amolik's names on wood. And stones bishilim choyse al day hakosher to erase him by banging on it. Shadi yevshele lekayim. You cannot. It's impossible for a person to mekayim mitzvah timcha zeicha to erase him without putting him down. Amolik mibulich shiyich to v'tchilah. So you're writing it for the purpose. So that is the mitzvah. While remembering is the mitzvah to erase him, but when you're Writing it to remember him, that when you're erasing him, you're writing it down in order to be able to erase him, that is the mitzvah itself. So in other words, it comes out, uh, here you're actually doing the opposite of the mitzvah, of the mitzvah of erasing it, you're actually remembering him, but we're saying if you're remembering him to erase it, that's okay. So what would be the case? So what would be the case when a ma'oni? Let's say you're stealing from a poor person, but for the amenas l'shal tashlumi kefil because you want to pay him double. There's no way he's going to accept from you. So you want to give this poor person money to live on. So what do you do? You steal from him, and then you're obligated to pay kefil. That's the only way he's accepted. So you're makayim the mitzvah through what? Through doing an aver of stealing. In this case, you're Writing the name in order so you can erase it. Or, another example would be one who buys chametz on Pesach, not because you want to own the chametz, but you want to fulfill the mitzvah of destroying chametz on Pesach. So that's a violation, but it's for the purpose of being able to touch Bisu. Maybe that's okay, similar to Mechia Samolik writing him down in order to raise him. Or another example, a person who makes an idol worship, uh, 
And Avedah Zorah makes an idol on the condition so that he can fulfill on the intention. He's doing it for the purpose to fulfill Abit Abni. He wants to destroy it. Can't destroy it without making it. This is the similar idea. Can't erase it without putting him down first. The Rebbe is not going to prolong in these other examples that he brought here. In Oiz Zion, the Rebbe is going to explain the initial Torah that erasing Amolek means the service of Kabbalah soil. The Rebbe will explain that in the service of the emotion, the, the Midois, over there, Amolek, in all the levels, all the levels, there's a Yenika. Only in the level of Kabbalah soil, you accomplish the Mechia Zeichar Amolek, that is through Lavayis Kabbalah soil over there, Amolek doesn't have any hold. Let's look inside. The wine of Torah and Pirush Rashi. Mavur bechasidus. In chasidus is explained the klipas amolik ba'avodu inyan akridus. What is the klipa of amolik in the one service? That's the coldness. It brings in a coldness in, in the one service to Hashem. The klipa of amolik is when you are apathetic. Korcha means he met you on the way, but in this context it means he cooled you off. Korcha made you cold. Cools the person down not to be excited from, doesn't care the person does it, the avoida, but without excitement. What is How do we erase? This remembrance of Malik, this coldness, he they avoided the Kabbalah soil. It's through the service of Kabbalah soil. And the Rebbe is going to associate this to the level of doimim. We said before, the doimim you don't have to get rid of because that is where Amalek doesn't have an achiza. But in the only other where Amalek has an achiza, the animal you have to get rid of because over there potentially there could be trouble. This is hinted in Rashi's commentary. So we have Amolik, and Amolik is not just he has a clipper by himself, the Kritus, but it's also Bereshi's Goyim Amolik. He is the head, the top of all the other Zion Umois, Zion Midis. So that is of the seven emotions. So that is the clip of Amolik and the Reish is going Amolik. So mainly they can impact and on the other side so they can affect the person's emotions, the godly the seven godly emotions that the person needs to use in the service of Hashem and in all of the Nevesh Abahamis, they can use, they can uh, impact it. They can impact the seven emotions and the entire Nevesh Abahamis. To such an extent, that the full name of Hashem, there is a disconnect from the Yud K and the Vav K. 
which means that the Shem Hashem, which is in the Nefesh Alikis, there's only Irak Yudke, there is only the Yudke, Veloi Vovke, which is Zayin Midas de Lamailo, which is the seven emotion of above, which is the seven Midas of Atsilus, of above, uh, the person doesn't, doesn't have it. That's the union of Ein Hashem Sholem. It's because it impacted the person. That the seven meters of above do not come down. There's a break over there. And also Ein HaKisei Sholem. In the Kisei, because Kiyodal Kase, it becomes only the Kisei. Instead of the Aleph, it's just Kase. Kase below Aleph. Without an Aleph means Ein Alufish Eloilom Nigla Bahelem Vikisudo Ha'ilom. The master of the world, the Aleph, the Vlikisa, is not revealed in the blockage and the cover of the world. And there is no, no say this is ain't a case, it's just a cover, but there's no Aleph there. Avda Shamayim, Kisiva, The truth of the matter is that it's not really a block because the Shamayim is the throne of the Abrishter and the Oritz is the pedestal of my feet, Srafraf, that's like the pedestal. So the Abishter is here, but there is no Aleph over there because you can't see that. How does this, this is in, I said it with regards to the person, but it's mostly in the spiritual level over here. Now the Rebbe brings it down. That Uba Odom, how does this impact by the Odom? You have the Amolek, Me'ish Vad Isha, the Ish, the Isha comes from the Ish, the recipient. And why do we call the person the, for the names Adam, uh, Gever, and Ish? Ish represents Hashem Amidis. When they are small, the Midas, they're called Hariza Eilovayonik. So Ish, the Isha, or when they're small, Eilovayonik. So when we talk about your nefesh alikis shaloi, in your nefesh alikis, it impacts you. From the ox to the sheep, means ox is a big, the se is the small. So how does it impact you? The ish, your your midos, and the all the midos, it impacts you that it becomes like either strong in a strong way, like an ox, or like a sheep. That's why the pasuk, as Rashi brings it down, we need to erase Amalek's memory from the midos, from the ish to the se. In all, whether it's strong or weak, in all aspects. So the kivon sheyesh pulo b'chinas amolik bagoyim. So since that amolik also impacts the nation, reishis goyim amolik. So amolik, his coldness and his impacts is the midos, is the goyim, is the seven midos. Shari Uresh is going, because he is the head of the nation of the Midas. 
So also this you need to erase. So Amazon. So Amalek himself is Mishvatzel, Rashi says. But the fact that it impacts also the Rashi's Goyim, which means that's what it affects the Nefesh Bahamis also, not only the Nefesh Likis. And we need to get rid of that also. The future we say, I will turn all the nations, so which means also the Nefesh Bahamis, a clear language that everybody calls him, love this Shechem Echad. All world world service Hashem with one shoulder all together. Is That's why the Pasik says That represents the Behemoth Tmeis. That represents the Nefesh Bahamis. The impact of the Amolik. Even on the Nefesh Bahamis. But that's in the Pasik. Rashi, who is mostly Pshat Shemikro, he doesn't talk about the impact of the Rishis Goyim and the way it's going to be lost at Lovey, but he only talks about Hittit the way it is with the Nefesh of the Kiss. So this is all when we talk about Balechai. But when we talk about the level of Doimem, which is the service of accepting the yoke, which is in Loishivisi Videmamti, Bit of a Kabbalah soil. Loishivisi, I'm not of no value, I'm silent, that's a level of subjugation. Kabbalah soil, Doimem, Doimem is a non entity. Over there, Amalek has no grab. Contrary, through the level of Kabbalah soil and subjugation, that helps with the erasing of Amalek from Ishvatzeh. First of all, it doesn't have a in the way of Kabbalah soil, but that later on the Kabbalah soil takes away, as the Rebbe started off in the initial Torah, that's the Mechias Amalek. And then the name is the name. Yudke Vavke becomes whole, and also the Kisei Sholem. This last piece of the initial Torah is a little cryptic over here. I tried to explain it at first glance the way it appears, but there is more uh, explanation necessary. This is Mesichas Shabbos Parshas Teitzei Tovshin Tovches.